Good morning. Today is Friday, March 1st, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the first quarter of 2024. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Psalms. This morning, we're finishing lesson number nine, and the reading for today is called Further Thought. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for this preparation day that you've given us. We ask you to please be with us as we prepare and get ready for your Sabbath day as it comes this evening. Help us as we study this Bible study guide. Send us your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Being both Christ's prayers and prayers about Christ, the Psalms provides a unique revelation of Christ's person and redeeming ministry as the one who is God with us. Jesus is God with us in the battling prayers of forsakenness and suffering. He is God with us in the cries for justice and deliverance. Jesus is God with us by not abandoning, abandoning us to our lostness and despair, but showing us the way of faith victorious. He became for us the eternal priest and king to save us from the everlasting doom of sin. In Christ, the perfect Davidic king, all God's solemn promises of salvation find their fulfillment. Ellen G. White insightfully describes Christ's unity with humanity in The Desire of Ages, pages 24 and 25. By his humanity, Christ touched humanity. By his divinity, he lays hold upon the throne of God. As the Son of Man, he gave us an example of obedience. As the Son of God, he gives us power to obey. It was Christ who from the bush on Mount Horeb spoke to Moses saying, I am that I am. Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. This was the pledge of Israel's deliverance. So when he came in the likeness of man, he declared himself the I am. The child of Bethlehem, the meek and lowly Savior, is God manifest in the flesh. And to us, he says, I am the good shepherd. I am the living bread. I am the way, the truth, and the life. All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. I am the assurance of every promise. I am, be not afraid. And now we have four discussion questions to end the lesson for this week. First, how has God demonstrated his unwavering faithfulness to his covenant despite the people's unfaithfulness? What reassurance does that bring to God's struggling children today? So it's not God who's unfaithful, it's us who, is who are unfaithful. So God is always faithful to us. And regardless of what happens with us, regardless of what we do, as long as we turn back, He is faithful to us. He will save us as long as we repent and as long as we want to be with Him. It is ultimately our, our uh, responsibility or our decision, our choice. He doesn't force us to do anything, but as soon as we say, I want to be with you, all of the power of heaven is unleashed for our salvation. What reassurance does that bring to God's struggling children today? I think this is a lot of reassurance because it lets us know that God is on our side. He isn't some God out there looking at us, trying to find something that we do so he can zap us. No, he's on our side. He's trying to save us and, do, and does everything possible for our salvation. 
Question number two. How does Christ's unique and superior priesthood, according to the order of Melchizedek, strengthen the certainty of salvation for God's people? And so it is a very, very special uh, priesthood, uh, this priesthood that Christ has, because he is our uh, advocate. He is also uh, our, um, uh, he, he took our, our sins. He is our surety. He uh, took our punishment, our, uh, our, the wages of sin, which is death. He took that for us. And so he is a very, very special priest that he can only be that because he is fully divine as well as fully human. And so it gives us a certainty of salvation because he not only is the one who wants to save us, he's the one who died for us, he's the one who presents us to the Father, he's the one who gives us the power to to obey, he gives us everything that we need. He basically does everything for us except choose. That's basically all we have to do, choose. Question number three, the Gospels show that many Messianic promises in the Psalms were fulfilled in Jesus Christ. How does this demonstrate the veracity of God's Word? Why must we resist any and every sentiment that tends to weaken our trust in God's Word? And so, there are so many promises of Jesus, so many uh, prophecies about Jesus, and they all came to pass, all of them. And it's astronomical, the odds of that happening, based just on chance. It's extremely unlikely, and it would not happen. But it has happened, and this is because God's Word can be trusted. God's Word is truth. If God's, words tells, if God's Word tells us something, we know we can trust it. And so we have to resist anything that weakens our trust in God. We have to put our trust in Him completely and fully and depend on Him in everything. And the last question. What great consolation can we get from Christ's words, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. How do we apply this promise to our own experience? And so this is great consolation because regardless of what happens to us, God has the power to do what he needs to do to save us. All we have to do is choose to accept him, choose to surrender to him. And let him be our savior. He does everything else. All power is given to him in heaven and on earth. And so we can trust him. We can put our faith in him and our trust in him, knowing that as long as we choose for him, he has our back. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the power that he has and that he gives to us to obey him and to follow his word and to uh, follow his leading. We ask you to please help us to be surrendering to him every day. Help us make those decisions. Help us make the decisions for him. We ask you to please, to please be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us. Forgive us for what we've done, how we have failed you, and keep us safe. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we start a brand new Bible study guide. I'm sorry, as we start a brand new lesson, lesson number 10. So thank you for being with us this morning. God bless you.